make sure you're connecting with not just people who are your peers, but people who are your potential prospects, people that are going to learn from you, be mentored from you and people who are your audience. You could spend majority of your time focused on people that could actually learn and get benefit and get value from you. You're listening to the Authority Builder Podcast. I'm Steve Gordon. For the first five years, this podcast was known as the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. The episode you're about to hear uses that name, but don't worry, you're in the right place. Same great content, new name. Enjoy. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and today we have an interview, let me tell you. I've had this on the calendar for a little while. I've been looking forward to it. Um, We're going to, for some of you who are listening, we're going to unlock a revenue stream that you probably haven't thought of before. And I'm going to introduce you to the guy who can make it happen. I'm talking today with Joe Soto. He is the founder of Digital Empire and Revenue Inbound. uh, They're a 12-year-old digital marketing agency, and they're best known for helping influencers and uh, and high-end New York Times and international best-selling authors and speakers with their online marketing campaigns. And he is also the founder of marketing agency owner.com, the world's number one online community of marketing agency owners who want to grow their business faster. Uh, And Joe is the host of the Not Your Average Joe podcast and uh, was gracious enough to invite me on uh, here recently and, uh, and talk about books and things like that. And today, Joe's here to talk about mentorship sites. So Joe Soto, welcome. Great to have you. Thanks for having me, Steve. I'm happy to be here. So what in the world? Well, before we get to that, before we get to what a mentorship site is, I, I want I want to hear the superhero backstory. So give everybody some context. How'd you get to this stage? I wish it was superhero. Uh, backstory. So I had a sales training company. And in 2008, 2009, not a lot of companies were hiring that extra expense to bring in outside sales trainers. So I kind of reinvented myself. I saw, an, I had a client of mine that I had done some like sales copy work for his website and kind of applying what I had learned in sales to copy. And that's all copywriting is, is sales on, you know, in, in writing. And so he says to me one day, he says, Joe, we need someone to help us with our social media and our digital marketing. And, and uh, he's like, what do you, do you know anything about, you know, Facebook and LinkedIn and MySpace and it was all those things. And I said, of course, I can, I can help you with that. And the truth is, I didn't really know a lot about it, but I knew I could figure out how to help him. And I said, I can, I can help you. And he says, okay, well, we'll pay you every month if you just help us with our social media management. So I literally like just went into Barnes and Noble, grabbed a stack of like 10 books and in, in, in the best of business section was like, you know, how to blog and how to use Twitter and Joel Com's book on Twitter power and, you know, all these older books on Facebook. Mari Smith had a book on Facebook back then. And Lewis Howes was doing just LinkedIn. People don't know Lewis Howes was just doing LinkedIn training back then. Yep. And uh, so I started a social media agency in 2010. And uh, that, you know, that led to getting a lot of different small business clients. And then one day I've, I, I, uh, attended a seminar and sponsored a seminar by one of my sales mentors, which was Jeffrey Gittimer. And it was called social media for sales pros, but his own social media lacked. So I ended up helping him and his company. And that opened up the the door to, you know, you should be working with some authors and and speakers in this space who don't have their online act together. And they're not making the best first impression they can online. So we started helping authors and speakers and that kind of snowballed over the years. And now we're we're doing the same. We're just different offers, different services now. 
um, that can help, you know, these different types of entrepreneurs move the needles, move the needle. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've done some amazing stuff for some, some big name people. Um, and, uh, you, you dropped one name, but there's a long list of, of names that Joe has helped. And you've now got kind of this interesting little twist. I mean, you're still doing the social media stuff. I know you're still helping authors that way, but yeah. you've got this thing called a mentorship site. What in the world is a mentorship site? So a, a mentorship site was our take on the traditional membership site, but applied to how an author um, speaker might approach it. So for example, you know, w- when we were watching what was happening in, in 2020, and I had just kind of launched uh, pr- just around that time, a little prior to that, my marketing agency owner.com site, which is really a mentorship site, meaning every month I go live online for a live mentoring call. And I call it a mentoring call because I'm not really coaching everyone one-on-one. I'm kind of mentoring the group, but people are allowed to submit questions in advance. I go live for like two hours and give them my best feedback and uh, and also advice on things that they could be doing in their business. I'm seeing in terms of trends from the marketing world. And the reason why I got into that was because from doing courses and helping some other influencers in the in the marketing space, the marketing other boutique agency owners and digital consultants were coming to me wanting training. And so I had courses, but courses were like, you know, it was hard to keep selling those over and over. I made had big launches and then I'd have these big, you know, up and it was like a roller coaster ride. You had to keep doing new courses. I said, I'm just going to do a membership site that is focused on mentorship. And I'll put some courses in there and some content in there, but it's really about that monthly um, live access to me that everybody wanted, but not everybody could afford to pay sometimes even the course prices, let alone the higher ticket fees that it might cost to work with me one-on-one. So I launched that and, uh, you know, out of the gate, I got that to hundred members and I was like, Whoa, you know, and it's not very expensive. It's like $47 a month, but I'm like, this is a, re- this is a recurring you know, $4,700 a month. And I'll, I don't know about you, but I'll take a recurring $4,700 a month and a, then a $10,000 one-time month. And, you know, it's something you can count on and walk away from. Well, that becomes a saving grace in the pandemic because pandemic hits, a lot of businesses were, you know, clawing and scratching their ways to, to survive. And entrepreneurs, speakers weren't getting the speaking gigs. There's no, there no more going in person and doing speaking. And so the authors were coming to us saying, you know, can we do courses? So we started helping them with courses. And then I'm like, why aren't I doing for them kind of what I did for myself? And so um, we decided to, uh, to help a couple initial clients with a mentorship site, which let's build you a membership program where people will pay every single month. You'll get the recurring revenue. Um, you don't have to have some huge, like multi-million dollar launch. Let's just be realistic about what can be achieved here. Let's get you to $10,000 a month in recurring revenue. And then you can scale from there because if somebody can see the path, I call it the $10,000 10K formula, which is if they can see the path of how do I get $10,000 a month? It's 100 new members at 47 bucks or $49 a month, or it's, uh, I'm sorry, it's 200 members at 47 or it's 197. These are low entry fees for people to get into your world and learn and get mentored by you. And they were on board with that. Even though there's a lot of you know chatter out there about high ticket, high ticket, it was, well, let's start here. And then people might uh, make their way into a high ticket program with you, but let's build trust first, build that relationship, become that mentor that they're looking for affordably, right? And 
the path to a thousand, once you've hit a hundred, you know, is very clear because you just got to scale the advertising or scale the marketing and you can self-fund and, you know, it self-liquidates itself. Then you don't have to come up with new marketing expense money. Most people have a list. They have connections on LinkedIn. They have, they have a, they have a network. They don't even realize that could turn into 50 to hundred members pretty quickly. And so we said, listen, we'll help you build the bones of the membership program. We'll help organize that, even structure some of the curriculum that might be in there that supplements or complements your monthly mentorship live coaching or mentorship calls. And we'll go from there. And it worked. And it worked. And they were able to get into the money much quicker. And the relief on you know clients' faces when they can see that I can kind of start low ticket, I can get myself to five or $10,000 a month in recurring revenue, it gives me breathing room. And they can see that it works. And then it's like, okay, let's scale down. Now, that doesn't mean on the back end, I have a I have a mastermind program and that people in my monthly mentorship program get invited to once a year. That's a much higher ticket. Um, and you know, not everyone joins, but enough to where that becomes then the the bigger source of revenue on the back end, to be quite honest. But there's nothing, but I appreciate and I'm very grateful for reliable, predictable recurring revenue. And so are the clients. So that's a long-winded oh, yeah. answer. That's a long-winded no. answer to what a mentorship site is and does. Well, what what I like about this, I told you before we started re- uh, recording, I said, it's it for me, when you lay it out like that, it's like the kind of the, the waiting room for your high-ticket clients. Yeah, I love and, that. You know, everybody's talking high ticket, high ticket, high ticket. And I've heard people say, well, yeah, the the idea of ascending someone um, is the wrong idea. And, the, you know, I, I, I certainly do know that going straight to high ticket is probably the, the fastest way to get traction. But once you got a little bit of traction, now you want to build something that, you know, gives you that sort of level where you can bring people in, you can build a relationship with them. They can get used to spending money with you. They can see that when they do spend money with you, they get a great result. Yeah. Those people will ascend. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's not a really either, or it's an, it's an, and Mm -hmm. um, just like you just put it and it can be either or first. So you, if you have a high ticket, you can then come in behind, you know, I had, I had, I did it kind of that way. I had a, I had courses that were selling for a thousand dollars and then I would have people, you know, that, that it's like they were, they took the course, but then, then what, and this is, by the way, this is how it, it kind of started. We had a client who, you know, brought us on they said, we want you to help us with, with, um, our, with courses. And that's, we were helping authors with courses. And I said, okay. I said, what do you sell or offer when the course is finished? And he was actually delivering a course live um, over a period of time and then relaunching it and delivering it live and then giving people access to the archived uh, videos. I said, what do you sell them next? And he said, uh, I, nothing. <laughs> I said, you know, I said so people are used to spending money with you. They love you and trust you. They appreciate what you've done for them. No one's asking for refunds. They're all wanting to continue a journey with you, but they basically just have to sign up for the course again and go through it again. He's like, yeah. So I said, let's, let's bolt on a mentorship site at the end of that course. So when they're done with their eight week program, there's a way for them to continue with you and get access to you live once a month. And he actually said, I want to do it a couple times a month, which is fine. You know, it depends on how much time, you know, for $47 a month, giving up a couple hours of my time to the community to them is valuable. Plus I drop in 
you know, like a 15 or 30 minute training of kind of what's working now in digital marketing into my membership program. We have a lot of different ideas and tools for keeping it sticky. I'll plant the seed of what's coming next month in, in light of that. So then people want to stay for the next month because they don't want to miss, you know, FOMO takes over. I don't want to miss out on that next month's, you know, nugget of training also. So that way they're not, there's, yeah, they're sticking around because they want access to you. And that is the primary reason. That's why it's called a mentorship site. But they, but there's all these retention pieces that are really important because you want someone to stay with you long-term. And by the way, then you're building a, you know, a, a real, you know, asset-based business. Yeah, without a doubt. And I mean, it certainly takes a lot of the uncertainty out of things. You know, if you've got enough recurring revenue to pay the bills, you can survive an awfully long time, even in in a challenging sales environment, you know, for the high ticket stuff. If something happens, you get sick, someone in your family gets ill, you have to be home more, you can't go out and do speaking gigs, or you just can't really do maybe the normal work that you would normally do. That fallback revenue, you know, becomes invaluable. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I know you're working specifically with authors and speakers. I, I actually see this as a really smart but unconventional move for a lot of traditional, you know, people who are professionals, right? Yeah. So a marketing agency who creates a group like this for small business owners yeah. in their community or an attorney who maybe is specialized um, and creates a group like this where they can, you know, businesses can get questions answered, uh, you know, at a a low fee, but that leads into then who are they going to work with? Right. That's right. There's lots of applications for this. And I, I just come back to this idea of it's the waiting room for your next client, you know, that they're there, they're paying you to be there, which means they're paying attention to you. Having that touch point with them, on a monthly basis for when you do launch your next program or have a high ticket, or you have an event you want to promote. So what, where I started to learn the value of, of this was when I re- first launched a course back in 2016, that was my first online course. And I, I, I offered, um, well, basically I sold as part of the course is a thousand dollars, full transparency. And then I said, I'm going to go live on in the Facebook group. Cause we had a Facebook group community. I'm going to go live in the Facebook group uh, every every month and uh, every week, actually, and do like a short Q&A session. So they could ask questions in the Facebook group. That's not how I recommend managing and running a mentorship site today. But in 2016, that's what worked. So I, I was doing these Facebook group, Facebook lives, you know, and I, it was exhausting. I'm like, I'm giving up. People were like, Joe, this is like you're giving like $10,000 worth of value. But with a thousand dollar course, you're going live every week. But what I saw was I was building a bond with my students because I had so many touches with them, even though it wasn't like a Zoom where they would come on and could ask a question live, which is how I run my mentorship program now. But they would go on Facebook and they would ask questions in the comments. I would address them. Just just, just the fact that I was saying their name and answering their question live meant something to them. And so one day somebody said, Joe, you should do an an in-person event. And this was my first one was in 2018. And and so I said, well, I don't know if I'll fill it. So I'll cap it at hundred people and pray. <laughs> Within four days, I filled it to hundred people. Wow. hundred people showed up. They were shocked. I knew who a lot of them were because I saw their faces so much on Facebook, but they all felt like a connection with me. And so then at the end of that event, when you offer an opportunity for them to continue the journey with you, and if, say, for example, in my case, we did a mastermind launch. 
we had, you know, more applications than we were accepting from members because they already felt that connection. So was it worth to put in that, that time with them every month? Yes. And then I was like, well, if it works for that, it'll definitely work for a mentorship program where that's the basis of it. As long as the fee is manageable and it's affordable in the eyes of the person that you're targeting or whoever your audience is. So in some audiences, that monthly mentorship fee you know, you mentioned attorneys and some other business, you know, sectors, CEOs, maybe or business owners in different might be higher. It might be a 297 a month, it might be a 197 a month. Um, we have a client that charges, it's like 15 grand for the year, and it's an annual renewal, but he'll let it be broken into um, monthly payments. So it's kind of like a monthly recurring, but but or it is a monthly recurring when it's paid on payments, but they have the option to pay for an annual and then renew. And it's a it's a it's a full blown like consulting program, you know, um, uh, men mentoring people how to be consultants with his material and his 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 uh, information. So that yeah, that you can you can go across the gamut. And he's he's also an author. It really, um, it, I think it opens up a lot of opportunity. But the the for me, the thing that makes it work so well is that you've got the opportunity to to go deep with people and, and your, your story just kind of illustrates that uh, you can build that deep trust with people in a way that is really difficult to do if they're not customers or clients. Yeah. You know, they, it's too easy for people to ignore you when they're not paying you, but when they're paying you, you know that you're going to get their attention and it just, it elevates the relationship to another level, but it, I think it gives them that easy sort of, first step for somebody who's not sure yet. And, you know, I know that every business has those people out there. Yeah, I know we do when we all have a, you know, at, at the moment, we don't have a great, easy first step, right? You know, and, and a lot of businesses are like that. So I think it's just a very smart strategy. So uh, you've implemented this with a, a bunch of people. What are some of the stories or examples you could share with us about how it's worked? Yeah. So we had a, um, the client I was suggesting as the example earlier, uh, who we bolted it on because he was already doing, he's already doing courses and he was kind of doing the same course over and over. And we didn't just want to redo that course. And cause he didn't have that well structured. And that's kind of what he brought us on for was he was hosting like his course in Spotify and then having the, all the interaction in Facebook and it just wasn't well organized. But when I said, well, what are you selling next? You know, when we launched it, within the first two weeks, he was over a hundred people at $47 a month. He did $47 a month too. And well, let's just take that because to me, that's enough, right? I mean, he's, it's continued to grow and it's growing still. And he's doing other courses where he's going to continue to bolt that on as the upsell. So he's upselling to something that's smaller ticket, but continue continuing to keep them in touch in, in his community because his goal is, he said, I want to hold live events. And I want to ultimately sell coaching and masterminds. And I said, well, let's build the path to make that really easy. <laughs> you know, some people try to jump so hot, fast to try to sell these high tickets. But as you know, sometimes that means a lot of advertising money. That, you know, in his case, no dollars spent on advertising. He, he, he marketed to a segment of his list, got those initial people, initial 100 signed up into the 47. And then had this like reality check of, that's a, that's 60 grand, 60 grand added to my yearly revenue in just a couple of weeks of just getting this launched. And he said to me, he said, and he actually put this on the sales page, believe it or not. He said, what he said to me, and he also put on the sales page, which was, 
for four years, I've been thinking about doing something like this, having some sort of mem membership program. And then I hired a coach. He was referring to me in the copy, but he said, when, he said when, I, when I bring you on, you got me launching this within the first four weeks, something I'd been thinking about for four years. And part of it is people just don't understand maybe the, the technical nuances of getting that going. And there are some pieces to that. There's the retention is the most important part of all of it because you want to make sure people stay long-term, you know, without you having to do crazy stuff to make them stay, just do little things that you can do. But that was, a he, he could see it in his eyes. He was like, you know, he wanted to make that $100,000 months, but he said, there's a path to $100,000 here. I, you know, and, and it's $100,000 a month recurring now that we can see what we've done and now we can scale it. And I said, listen, you'll take the money you make in return and put that into now avenues like Facebook or YouTube advertising. But you can start, everybody listening can start with, with what I call free traffic, right? Organic traffic, which is LinkedIn. Let's start with LinkedIn, first of all. Make sure you're connecting with not just people who are your peers, but people who are your potential prospects, people that are going to learn from you, be mentored from you, and people who are your audience. I see it all the time on LinkedIn. People are reaching out. I, I get it all the time. I mean, I bet you do too. I get like 30 messages a day from other agency owners. Like, what are you doing connecting with me? Like, go connect with people who can be your prospects, right? But now some of them are connecting with me because they're wanting to be part of maybe the, the, the membership program, things like that. But I see it with my clients too. They're they're connect, the authors are connecting with other authors. I'm like, well, that's great because we can all pat ourselves on the back because we're all part of the same community, but you could spend majority of your time focused on people that could actually learn and get benefit and get value from you. And then, you know, you can, you can uh, reach out to those people. You can, you know, you can message them. You can provide content that they see that shows up in their feed and they can come into your list with, you know, a variety of different lead magnets, things that you teach to generate leads having your own podcast show, having your own interview show, interview your prospects, right? There's, there's enough there because people go, well, how do I get my first 100 people? It's in your, it's surrounding you. You just got to let people know you have it and make that offer. It's low ticket. So it's not like they're investing their life savings into working with you. Some people will be a breath of fresh air because maybe financially it's tight for them and they just, but they really like your content and they want to go deeper. And uh, then you scale it from there. So with him, that's that was one example of, of, uh, of one of the success stories that comes to mind. And then another one, we had a really well-known uh, New York Times uh, bestselling author. He's a Hall of Fame speaker. And he had um, low-ticket courses, which doesn't make any sense. Very Real low-ticket courses, like $27 courses, $87 courses. And he provided... Um, training to companies and corporations. That's how he got his, his real bread and butter because of his books and lend himself as a speaker to be keynote speaker at different companies and organizations. But it, in uh, 2019, I went to him and I said, this is going into 2020. So it was, it was a lifesaver. And I said, uh, I emailed him actually. So it's been a while since we've talked. I can't believe you don't have a recurring revenue business stream, revenue stream coming into your business right now. And he said, what do you mean? I said, you know, you have, you have nothing that, that is membership or mentorship based. And he said, well, I don't want to do that group coaching stuff. I don't want to do, he started, you know, attacking back. And I said, let's, let's so we got, we got together and we met and, and uh, he started what's called the insiders club. And this insiders club uh, launched with a um, small one-time fee up front and then a monthly recurring. Like he wouldn't go all the way with me with what I was advising. He was like, I, I still want to charge a, lar a larger upfront if we're going to do this. 
And um, so it was like four or 500 up front. And then it was like 67 a month. That was the main option they could pick. And, uh, and it worked. He launched with, uh, I think it was over $60,000 in initial sales. And uh, I think today somewhere between 17 and 20,000 a month in recurring revenue uh, today. And you're, you're looking at, it's a couple of years later now, he got it launched in about around March, April, 2020. So right when, you know, everything was hitting the fan, the pandemic, and then, and then continued to grow that and never really advertised it just went live a lot on live streams, making the offer for people to join the insiders club and people would kind of trickle in. And, uh, the good, the cool part about it is watching that kind of grow steadily. There isn't anybody here listening. I don't care if somebody is on here going, well, you know, I have, I have $300,000 a year coming in, or I have 5 million or 10 million coming in a year in personal income, you know, having an extra 15, $20,000 in recurring revenue coming in that you don't have to touch every month that just, you know, do it, put it forth another effort for other than showing up once on a, on a call is pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, obviously very, very attractive. And so many people are, are, I think going at that you, you use that $10,000 number, I think very smartly because that's the, that's the target for almost everybody. Even if you're already making it, it's, I want to add another yeah. 10, you know, a month. And, and so, I mean, it all sounds like amazing, you know, unicorns and rainbows and all that. What are the downsides? What, like, where did you make mistakes early on? And, and what are some of the things people should look out for? The, the mistakes are in between the calls. There, there are touch points you can still make and your team can make them for you. Um, whether, you know, there's, there's a variety of different things there. Like, in other words, not staying in, a, in close communication with the community between your mentorship live calls. So for me, that was my immediate mistake was, was uh, and that's when I started dropping in little trainings. I started doing other types of communication. They become like their own email, you know, communication uh, channel that you just communicate with them to treat them like, you know, special members without it having to cost you a lot. There's that balance and you can outsource that. You can have a team do it. Um, if somebody has a team, we teach them how to have, we teach their team how to do it. And if they want to outsource, we show them who to outsource to. And they can put that engine, that kind of that, that retention engine in place. So that was a big mistake for us. And I see retention being an ongoing issue. I, I, here's another interesting case study story. It's not an author. So if somebody's listening, he goes, well, I'm not an author. Um, but I have a, you know, I have an, I have an idea. So I had a gentleman who had, came to me and he had a he had a, a Facebook group that he had grown and he had asked me a, a backstory even more like two weeks, two years before, I'm sorry, about a year before he had his Facebook group, he had asked me, what's a, what's some advice to be able to get clients from my agency? And I said, why don't you, and he's in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And he said, I said, well, you're in Chattanooga. Why don't you start kind of like a, uh, a Facebook group just for Chattanooga small business owners, because that's who he served for his agency. I said, but don't make it about, you know, you and marketing tips, just create a, an environment where business owners could kind of come together as a community. And by the way, this is 2018 that he asked me this question. This is also what spurred the mentorship ideas. He start, he, say, he says, okay, so he starts the Facebook group. A year later, he comes back to me and says, Joe, I have 30,000 people in my Facebook group. I said, 30,000 people. Oh, wow. How many of them are Chattanooga small businesses? He says, over 2,500 are Chattanooga small businesses. And the rest are people in the community who ask for referrals all the time. It's almost like it's a little Angie's list. And people are giving referrals and dropping referrals and getting leads. And he goes, the small business owners love me because 
I'm, I'm uh, providing leads for them through this Facebook group. He, he, I said, so what's the problem? He says, I don't, I'm not monetizing it. Because the fact of the matter is he didn't really want to be an agency owner. He didn't really want to sell agency services, but he did like this whole community engagement piece. And so I said, well, you need to get these people off of Facebook. He said, what do you mean? I said, Facebook owns your list right now. They have the 30,000 community members, not you. You've done a great job of cultivating that, fostering that. Let's get them off of there. He says, what do you mean? I said, let's create a membership site for the small business owners, like a directory site just for them that they can get um, value from. Let's, he started off by offering a free like listing directory listing in that site, but then had these upgrades to get different types of trainings um, and featured listings and things like this. So it was kind of like a hybrid, you know, it, 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 he now I even provided fast forward, I've provided training content for it to this day. So it is in essence, like a hybrid mentorship site to help small business owners grow their businesses, but it started off as a directory site. And because that commanded a membership price every single month. And he had a $25 level and then he had like a, I think a 97 and like a $250 a month where they could get all these different bonuses and incentives. Well, he starts that. And two weeks later, I'm literally in a coffee shop talking to him. And he says, Joe, I did what you said. And I started that outside membership site. I gave him the tools to do it. And said, just here's, you can try to figure it out yourself. And he did. Um, and he was like, he got like $2,500 in sales. I said, you don't have $2,500 in sales. He said, yes, I did. I said, no, you have $30,000 in sales. If you can keep those people for a year, you just created $30,000 in new sales. He's like, I never thought of it like that. I said, so go get that number up. <laughs> now, that was 2019. I had him speak at my event uh, in January 2020. D you know, that was right before pandemic hits in March. Oh, yeah. My last live event was January 2020 in, Do in Dulles, uh, Virginia here. He shows up to speak at my event because he was at $25,000 a month in recurring revenue wow. from, from the outside recurring revenue site. Today, mm -hmm. he hovers between thirty and 40000 a month, but in his leaky bucket, this is the mistake, is in retention. So we're working really hard with retention, 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 because people stay for a certain period of time. And then, you know, that he, he didn't, his follow-ups wasn't very good. He didn't, have, he didn't have him on a good email communication. So we're working on with him, with him on that right now. But that's a non-author example that I thought might be interesting for your group to hear on um, the importance of getting that recurring revenue stream in place for your business. Yeah, I, I think it's critical. Um... He walked away from a six-figure job, by the way, that he also had while he was trying to get that agency going. Yeah. Uh, well, you can do that when you've created that kind of recurring revenue. And I mean, even if it's an add-on to whatever you're currently doing, it just creates such stability. You know, and there are a lot of businesses that don't have it. I mean, having to wake up at the beginning of every month and get going, yeah. you know, from zero is, is a challenge sometimes. And so getting that in place is, um, yeah. I think, really, really critical. Um, and what I really like about the way you're approaching this is that that it's really built around the the idea of the mentorship rather than pumping a bunch of content. So the old membership site model was yeah. you pump a bunch of content in there and people stay around for a while until they consume it all. And then you, you either have to keep pumping content in there yeah. uh, or uh, or they they tend to go away. But the the challenge with that is that you got to create a lot of content and you're competing against all of the Internet. Yeah. And a lot of free content that's out there for what you're teaching. Yeah. 
Yeah, but if you've created, so for the, the folks listening who have written a book or are thinking about writing a book, who've got that expert status, people are attracted to you because you're the authority yeah. in what you do. And it's not so much about just the information. They want the connection to you specifically. Right. And, you know, when you can then facilitate that in a way that that's scalable and that's affordable for people, you will get people in that it's, it's like, I think it's a no brainer add on for anyone that, that has a book. And, you know, for those of you listening who are in our community, just keep your eyes open. You'll probably see something like that from us here coming up soon. Yeah. Th- what you said is, is, uh, is really important. The fact that the access to you is the most valuable thing they're paying for is absolutely true. Um, by the way, that's sometimes hard to convince our clients of because they are content people, they're creators, right? And sometimes they, they, and it's okay if they want to put some content in there, but I have to help them often with understanding and realizing that the, I had a client recently just be, be say to me, well, I need to, I need to create, you know, material in there. And I said, no, you don't. I said, cause I, I could see his interaction in his Facebook groups. I could see his interaction on his lives. He does, um, you know, people that reviewed his book. I said, people want you. And, and, and sometimes we, you know, some people's, you know, image of themselves, right. They, they have, it's not that they don't have a positive self-image or self-worth. They just don't realize that they're the expert people are wanting to learn from they connected with. So if somebody read your book and they connect with you, somebody's in your network is because they connect with you. And, the, you know, even bringing on sometimes special guests, you know, I, I, we, you know, I learned this lesson. You asked about lessons learned, you know, sometimes I, at early on, I'd had the habit of bringing on different special guests and people would start chiming in like, Joe, we want to hear from you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you haven't taught anything in a while or shared something in a while. You haven't been there to answer the questions and you've been bringing in these other people to answer questions. And, you, you know, you got to stop and go, yeah, they really want me. Um, I did a poll one time for one of my live events, you know, who, you know, what topics do you want to hear from? And it was all stuff that I would be teaching, not what other people would come in as a guest. And I'm like, they just, they do want to hear from me. And so as the expert, and, and for those of you that are listening are going to, would people really want to pay to kind of hear me uh, for a couple hours a month? The answer is yes. But also it's, it's not, you just go on and babble for two hours. I have a process where I get some of the questions in advance. So I can kind of ponder on them for the people who don't show up. I still answer their questions. It's kind of rapid fire, but they can watch the archive of the recorded that month's mentorship call and know that I was there for them because they submitted their question in advance. And if they want to take the time to do that, I'll take the time to answer it. And sometimes I've gone over the time allocated because I had so many questions. People that come on their live, they're you know, some come in live just to listen, some come in live to interact and engage. And you just kind of let the community build on its own that way. And I've had people say, Joe, what if it grows so big? You have, you can't really answer everybody's questions. And the answer is you can't, Um, but you could have an extra call a month and that gives additional value. Maybe that's when your price goes up, your fee goes up to 67 a month from 47 a month. You don't move everybody else uh, you know, everybody that's already grandfathered in, you don't shift them and make them all mad. You just change your fees. And it's a lot easier to go up than go down in membership fees, right? So anyway. Well, I mean, everybody wants to solve all the problems that they have in their mind before they exist in reality. Yeah. And I, I'm a big believer in creating the, 
the the good problem. That's a good problem to have, right? That you can't get to all the questions because you have so many members. Create that really good problem for yourself. Then worry about how you're going to solve it yes. because the answer will be far more apparent at that point than than it is today. Um, yeah, I I, I just uh, I think this is, approach is smart. Um, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on today was because you know I know we're heading into probably some rockier waters as we record this um, in 2022 and. You know, there are going to be some businesses for whom, you know, having that kind of recurring revenue is going to be really important. And uh, and so it's it's useful to think about. Um, I'll tell you, and it for, for all the content people, you mentioned content people, you know, that, that want to think it's all about the content. You know, I, I guess I'm that way, too. And I got reminded this year um, about that book behind me, Unstoppable Referrals. That's eight years old. And I've been reminded a number of times this year about just how valuable that still is to people and, and getting that, you know, I think this is where folks who are so focused on the content forget that it's one thing for somebody to learn the information to get the knowledge. It's very different for them to apply it to their situation. And that's where a group like this can actually be really, really beneficial. It can be worth far more than the 47 bucks a month. And Anytime you can get yourself in a position where what you're selling is worth multiples of what you're charging, it's just so much easier to sell it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, it's not just easier to sell. It's, it's more fun. Um, it becomes more fun. And I, this is also part of the reason for low ticket versus high ticket is because it's less pressure. It's, you don't, you know, you're not asking for somebody to, you know, have to mortgage their second home just to be able to pay a high ticket fee or something. You know, you're not expecting somebody to have a heavy investment, but you still can give tremendous value. And by the numbers, it will pay off and work. So to me, it's sometimes the membership, it just, it feels right. It feels good. Um, and then the right people will emerge who are the right people for the higher ticket stuff. So it's very low pressure selling on the back end. The right people will emerge who, who have the where you know the financial wherewithal and the mental fortitude to want to work with you on a on a bigger level, and so that it's kind of like it's kind of like if you build it, they will come, <laughs> right? But you have to um, build it smartly. You have to market it. Um, but everybody listening could, with with little marketing chops, uh, could get themselves a membership based program that's based on their mentorship, what we call mentorship sites, and deploy it for themselves now <laughs> so that's awesome that's awesome so where can folks find out more about what you're doing and how you're helping uh, you know people like authors and experts get this in place yeah so our website is onedigitalempire.com uh and we're expanding on that we have a author mentorship summit that uh, we're going to be putting on periodically kind of pretty assertively over the next several months from the time we're recording this and probably really throughout um, 2022, uh, and, uh, going into 2023, that might continue. Um, so they can go to author mentorship summit.com. And if, if that's not existed by the time someone listens to this, maybe it's a year from now, then it'll forward to the right place for them to go. Perfect. Joe Soto, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for investing some time and, uh, great to see you. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm just excited about, uh, how you're helping people. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for how you're helping people. And I know we're very aligned that way. And, and uh, I appreciate you having me today. Thanks for listening to the Authority Builder podcast. Here are three ways you can expand your authority. 
Number one, get a copy of The Million Dollar Book. In it, I show you how to multiply your authority by writing a best-selling book in less than 90 days guaranteed. After all, you're the best spokesperson for your ideas. Go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash book and get your copy. Number two, join me for an upcoming Write Your Million Dollar Book Accelerator and let's jumpstart your authority building book now. For upcoming dates, go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash accelerator. And number three, work with me and my team to get your book done and bringing in business. Email me at steve at authoritybuilderpodcast.com and put, I want to write a book in the subject line. See you soon.